0: okay ladies and gentlemen welcome back to another episode of spooky movie squad this is episode 136 it is chapter four of foreign horror we are in uh, the back end of may getting through all our movies our martial arts and and foreign horror and this is a micah pick we've been uh, pushing this around because everyone else didn't really know what their picks were going to be but then we finally watched this South Korean. Uh, hey, go figure. South Korea, they make great movies. I don't think we've been like tricked by one yet.
1: They're so nope. good.
0: They're absolutely amazing. So we sat down and we watched I Saw the Devil. So this one, I know someone out there is like, that's not really a horror movie. Uh, it It's a thriller. I will say an action thriller with like remnants of different types of horror i would say uh very much like torture porn kind of thing it's very graphic
1: it sure was it's like the hills have eyes meets john wick
0: yes yeah (laughs) it's very i felt
1: it was like uh taken
0: yeah
2: yeah it was very taken esque.
0: yeah very gritty very real and uh just realness is scary in in a sense uh, it's very terrifying This is just a killer, just a normal-looking guy. He looks normal, and he's just assaulting people and killing people. And, and that's really scary. Real stuff really creeps people out.
2: It's the creepiest shit. It's the reason I had a problem with the Saw movies for so long. Yep. Yeah.
0: The This movie is absolutely amazing. So before we even get into it, it's a great, great movie.
2: And very very graphic so yes. if you have a problem with oh God. with blood and guts and graphicness like that probably this is not your best movie to watch but, i would i would avoid it if, yeah. if but, it but makes if you, you like queasy and stuff yeah this is not your movie but if
0: you are down for horror movies and stuff it's it's right up that alley there's some really cool it's, it look, all looks practical what they did yeah. with it so in that sense it's very much like an indie horror movie Uh, Like I said, if you go back to October, when I watched Terrifier by myself and reviewed it, that was an absolute smut film. So (laughs) it's still worse than this. Uh, Most definitely. (laughs) Yeah. Because scenes in this, they show it for a few seconds and then they'll flip and then go back. In Terrifier, they just kept going. So like there's a spot where someone gets like their jaw just pulled the wrong way. In Terrifier, they would have just shown it all the way from beginning to end. Uh, but no, this movie is great. Uh, The director, he did uh The Good, The Bad, and The Weird. Uh That's a really amazing film from back in the day. Done tons of other things. Uh, a Tale of Two Sisters. It's a horror film. I can't remember what year. A few years before this. Uh, amazing. The main antagonist in this film, he was in the original version of Old Boy. So it's a manga story about a dude just held hostage for like 15 years and then he gets out and he has to find the people that screwed him over a really good story the villain in this movie is a very accomplished actor and makes you not like him and he's very evil and scary but in other films he's a really like softy so that's good acting god damn it and the, the the lead of this movie I didn't realize it but he was in the Magnificent Seven so he's uh, Billy the one that threw all the knives and stuff the Asian guy in that movie and he's been in a ton of things he's really cool looking so i'm very excited to check out more movies with him uh what's his name i'm being not giving him his due credit lee Byung hun an amazing actor the the lead in this is really good the, the, the both the leads they're amazing this movie is just about 85 percent maybe 90 percent just those two guys just hating each other and it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So um, I will. I have one fun fact, I'm gonna save it to the end so everybody can be sad, then, <laughs> and not at the beginning of the movie. But uh, like always, we'll get into the story, which is actually for the length of the movie. It's a pretty simple story. It's very straightforward. Like it, you know, stays in certain spots, but then there's no twisty and turny shit. Doesn't you know, hop back or Kind of like a saw movie where it's like, oh, Katie went over here, but three weeks before that, Katie cut off her foot. And it's like, wait, what? Why does she cut the foot off? But she has her but foot.
2: Why?
1: There, it's a
0: fake foot. That's her twin. <laughs> Ba-na-na. And it's like, she has a twin, what the fuck? <laughs> you know.
1: It's the sound <laughs> effects for me. <laughs> Ba-na-na. Ba-na-na. Ba-na-na.
0: <laughs> Katie's like, That's
1: exactly bah. saw.
0: And then Katie and her evil twin. <laughs> Katrina and I like no, we're not twins. We're, we're triplets, no, quadruplets,
2: banana, like what the two more of us?
0: <laughs> and then I'm like chained up, and she's like game over, and they slam it. I'm like Dah! and then it ends. So, uh, but no, it's <laughs> extremely straightforward. This movie, oh, it's so it's so good, guys. Like seriously, uh, I I know every movie. I keep saying it to my in my little tracker for my top five movies. This one's in it. <laughs> so that's three movies in a row and i'm like damn they're pretty damn good so we'll we'll see but watch the movie before you listen to this (laughs) or just listen to the talk so uh so i saw the devil this movie starts with a bus driver named uh well it's the way they do their names it's like jang is like someone said just jang once when they saw him but then the kyung i guess is like their like the surname, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I think it's how we read, just left yeah. or right. Uh, so I'm probably gonna say just Kyung because it just sounds. It sounds evil.
2: Well, this is last. So you're saying his last name? Yeah,
0: because the hero, I'm just probably gonna say Kim Su. Yeah, I'll say Kim Su. It just depends. I'm saying names like five billion times. So Jang <laughs> Kyung, <laughs> Jang Kyung. Okay, so Jang Kyung. He's a school bus driver, or he just owns a bus to make himself look unassuming. And he encounters a pregnant lady named Jang Jun Yoon, and officer offers to fix her flat tire because her tire's busted. And she's on the phone with our hero. Uh, I just said his name, Sue Kim, Kim. Su. Kim, Kim Sue. So Kim Sue, she's talking to him, and he seems to be like a, um, not really an agent, some type of agent. Like he's very well to do and very strong. He looked like he was like an agent, or it
2: made me, he made me think of like Secret Service. Yeah, it looked like he had he was, like the little earpiece, and he, he was, yeah, like he was a secret agent in a group with, yeah, like CIA, something like that. Yeah, something like Green that. CIA.
0: So, uh, he's on the phone with her, and he's saying, like, oh, everything will be all right. And, like, you know, you'll get your, you know, someone will come help you tow the car yeah, or whatever. Just,
2: just wait for the tow track. Yeah, just It'll wait for good. the tow
0: track. And she's kind of bringing up the guy, and, and it's kind of weird, but then she hangs up with him, and then you see that. He rushes the car and breaks the windows and bashes her head in and drags her off from the car and takes her to his uh, little killing home and kills her with a guillotine that he has made. And he scatters her body parts. Just no, uh, The
1: guillotine was the second girl that he caught. The first yeah. girl, he's basically just hacking her to bits because he found out she was pregnant. So he took all the time in the world on her. She was
3: on the
0: ground, and he was taking
1: the cover to her. Oh, okay. just had a knife with her.
0: Well, he does have a guillotine. Oh, yeah. That's the
1: second girl.
0: But he kills her, and he chops her up into pieces and just leaves it out into the stream. So this little kid finds part of her ear, and then there's this mass search in the water, and they actually find her severed head. And so the uh, police chief, squad chief, jang is her dad is just torn up and then our boy kim su pops up and he's
2: her dad's name is also jang
0: well that's what i'm saying jang is like their i think i'm telling you their name that's like their last name and then that's their no for no but no,
2: you said her dad jang
0: squad chief jang that's his name in the movie
1: okay. chief cho uh captain cho captain
0: about
3: the dad? Yeah,
1: that... the dad was Captain Cho. Maybe. What was his name? So confusing. <laughs> I don't know. Her dad. Yeah, squad. Sorry. Squad. I'm not trying Chief to mess up everybody. Jang. Yeah. But yeah. they called him something, Captain Something.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I think their names, it's last name first, kind of like in Japan.
1: Yeah. So Jang is their uh last name?
0: Yeah, the surn not surname
1: maybe that's yes,
0: her name. Yeah, that's not, that's what I was saying. I don't know what the column because I think the first part is the last name. Anyway, uh the chief he is very torn up cuz I mean he just saw his fucking like daughter's head in the river. It's very, you know, reasonable. And our boy Kim, he is very torn up, but then he asks one of his buddies in the uh, the agency and he gets a tracker And they're like, hey, man, this is kind of, you know, it's technology. Make sure you get it back. And he's like, don't worry, don't worry. And from the chief, he gets four um, people, like potential suspects that they've done stuff like this in the past. And so he just systematically finds those suspects, goes from the first picture and just rushes them and tortures them up real good and beats the shit out of them. And he shows pictures and he's like, do you know this person? Like, did you do this? Did you do that? And he's like, no. Uh, The first guy, he chokes him out, shows him the pictures. He's like, I didn't do that. I don't know what you're talking about. And then bashes his balls with, like, something heavy. hammer. Yeah, just destroys his, like, testicles. I was like, oh, shit. Um, Yeah, he just goes down the line. So he gets to the third name on his little list. And that's our uh, evil boy, Kyung. And he... Uh, he has a lady. He picked up a girl that was waiting for a bus, but the bus was, didn't show up. Yeah. That's the second girl he had. And so...
1: Yeah, he's like a taxi driver.
3: Okay. Yep. It
0: looked like a school I don't know.
3: No. Yeah.
1: It was, it was like a van, like a...
3: It said when... It, some when sort it, of van taxi. At the beginning, it does say in subtitles what it is, and it said student driver. Yeah. Or student, student bus driver, because halfway through the movie, when he picks up all the schoolgirls...
1: He said he's driving the kids home. Yeah. yeah. So, while
0: Kiyoung is grabbing a schoolgirl home to, you know, ruin her life, our boy Kim, he actually finds the killing home that he chopped up his, like, fiancé at and finds her ring. And that's how he knows, 100%, this, this is, is, this the, is the guy and he's got to find him. And it's really cool he he does tear up and he's really sad but he's like i have a job to do and i have to get to this man like yeah. this this is what's gonna happen so
2: i have a special set of skills 100 yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so keong uh drags this girl to a what is it like a like a uh a plant nursery like the, a greenhouse
2: yeah some greenhouses
0: kind of situation uh and he is all about trying to sexually assault this girl gets her underwear off and he's stripping her he's down to rape her, yeah. yes and then kim pops up and they have themselves a fight and uh kim has a really cool outfit he has this like sweet ass like tight jacket and he like has this like the neck of it's like really long so he can cover up his face and he puts a hood up uh and they fight and it's funny because you think in this movie that the bad guy would be able to like catch him off guard or like you know win the first battle. No, Kim beats the shit out of him, like destroys him. And he's it seems like he's on the verge of bashing his head in with a rock as he knocked him out. But then he stops.
2: Person. He breaks his foot.
0: Uh no the arm. The arm as afterward.
3: So his yeah. wrist because when he goes to the doctor he said he injured himself playing soccer. And the doctor was like, who injures their wrist playing soccer? Who he plays, plays soccer, soccer right?
1: with their wrists?
0: Yeah. Wrist. So he's got a giant rock and he's going to bash his head in. And then just some idea pops in his head. He's like, this wasn't enough. This was not enough torture. And he stuffs the tracker into his mouth and forces him to swallow it. And then breaks his, like, wrist, just destroys it. And then he gives him a envelope full of money and dumps him off. And so he wakes up and he's like, What the fuck? Why do I have money? Why does my arm hurt? And then he gets up and scoots off. So he goes to a um a clinic. Yeah, like like Micah said, and you know, the doctor's like, How did you break your wrist doing like soccer? He's like, Don't man, don't mind that. Just you know. So the doctor, I assume he killed the doc did they show the doctor die? No. No.
1: Okay. Never,
3: they never alluded to it. But I assume he, that doctor got... Yeah, he was trying to grab his glasses in. off his face, and he was just being a dick to him, but the the nurse or assistant was the one he was really after.
0: Yeah. So the... Uh... Wait, no, there's something in between. Take it back. Take it back. Uh, bef- no, can you go to the doctor? I'm getting them mixed up because there's so many moments where they meet and he beats the shit out of them and leaves them. Yeah. So at the doctor he sees the nurse there and he's like well I mean I'm here might as well try to rape her and locks the door and he's like you know I didn't get to do what I wanted to last night I got jumped so you need to take your clothes off and so Kim is a distance away just following Kyung around and when he gets you know when he's on the verge of doing something bad he rushes in and beats the shit out of him and so that's how he's just constantly torturing this bad guy so kyung is on the verge of well he actually gets some sexual assaults in this time and then kim kicks the door in and he rushes in on him and they fight some more and <laughs> i think he grabs a scalpel and gets a cut on his hand but then kim beats the shit out of him once again knocks well, him down yeah.
3: Yeah, he yeah. blocks the scalpel and then holds it. And he's like, what the, who are you? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then when he's down, he cuts his Achilles tendon in his right leg. Yes. It's uh, uh, a screaming
2: fucking scalpel. And then he
0: tells the nurse, no, come back nurse. Cause he's going to need some assistance. And so yeah, don't
2: leave, just cover your ears and look away while I do this well i cut this man's Achilles yep and then, and then when i'm done you got to fix it up like
0: so, so they set him up with a boot <laughs> and then he dumps him off again into the world it's it's so oh man he is just constantly fucking with him so uh he's he woke up just destroyed and kyung is walking on the road in his taxi he gets offered a ride by a taxi and there's two guys in the car and he just has this feeling and so i looked up the two guys in the car one of the guys was actually the fourth picture on the wall that kim was looking for one of those dudes was one of them and then lo and behold they just jumped the the taxi driver and killed him and they were going to kill kyoung and so he gets to drop on them and stabs both of them like 500 times
2: yeah that shit was wild and then that the was taxi gnarly.
0: yeah taxi like crashes dumps yeah. their bodies out <laughs> this movie's wild and he drives to his friend a cannibal well
3: well, well and in the trunk that, of the taxi yeah,
1: the taxi driver and the passenger had just got done murdering a fella yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah there was already people there
0: korea's all about killing it seems that's offensive no take kidding. that out otis uh so keong he visits his friend a cannibal and his buddy tells him that like whoever this dude is that's fucking with you like he's got to be related
2: you've created a monster
0: like yeah he he's he really wants you to suffer and so Kyung that night is he's chilling at the house because I mean if he goes outside he gets just gets jumped by this like skinny guy and so he's sitting there and he it finally hits him because he remembers the ring on Kim's hand and he's like wait that was the same ring as that chick that I chopped up oh that was her like husband or something like Oh, okay. I get it. And so Kim ends up at the house because he's like, "No, you've gone. You haven't gone long enough without some torture." So he rolls into the house because the cannibal is getting his next meal prepared, and he pulls out a lady, and she—he's gonna chop her up. And Kim runs in and just de- like debilitates this man, stabs his hand into the table with like what a screwdriver.
2: Yup. Yeah yeah or like an ice pick
0: yeah and it starts choking him out and then just, like ties him up and he was about to chop him up and then Kion comes in with a shotgun he's like and <laughs> he scuttles off uh they have themselves a fight um ooh that's a good seven words okay i'm not going to say that metaphor uh,
3: you know you know i thought it was interesting you could tell that the the actor behind the main bad guy uh he definitely went through some firearms training for some movie he was in because the quickness of his just like, like pulling up that shotgun, just super quick and firing. I was like, Oh shit. That guy's had some movie training for those firearms.
0: Oh yeah. No, man. Everybody's so cool in this movie. And so uh, Kim actually knocks everybody out. He, he does it. Like he, he once again takes them both, takes them all down. Like the girlfriend, the cannibal, and kyung and so he actually brings them all in because i think at this point he's oh that time he bashed his head in really good in the back of his head with a pipe to the point where he's like he probably needs some assistance from a doctor so he calls his buddy from the whatever group he's part of this awesome like korean kick-ass squad and he gets assistance because he's like i can't bring him in and he's like why don't you bring him in like you you caught him, like, you win. He's like, no, he hasn't suffered enough. And so he's like, I just need medical assistance, and then I'm gonna leave with him, and then we are going to do some more, some more torture. Keong is not completely knocked out at this point, and he overhears them talking about the tracker on him, and he's like, oh, that's how he keeps jumping in and beating my ass anywhere I go. He's tracking me, and he has like a microphone somewhere on me. And so... (laughs) Uh, Kim releases him once again and Kyung goes to like a pharmacy and gets like laxatives yep, like super laxative pills eats a fuck ton of them like shits his like weight in poop (laughs) and finds the transmitter and so he actually talks to Kim and tells him hey you should probably go to that pharmacy because that dude's gonna bleed out that I just like sliced his throat So you should probably go over there and help him. And while he's doing that, he's moving on. He gets to a gas station and then he sees a taxi driver leave his car. And he's like, oh, cool. Bashes that dude's head in, stuff the transmitter in his mouth, takes his taxi and drives on off. And he's like, cool. He can't find me anymore. Uh, Kim realizes that he kind of fucked up at this point. He's like, I've been fucking around a little too long with this guy now he's free and I don't have a tracker on him.
2: Yeah, what am I gonna do?
0: He's like, this ain't good. (laughs) (laughs) So Kim actually goes to the cannibals hospital room and he's asking like, hey, what, where's our friend going? And he's like, oh, you don't get it? Like, you fucked with the wrong person. Like, you didn't kill him. He's going after the family. Like, he knows the daughter's name. He's gonna find the family. He's gonna kill them to make this all even, like, you know, square. And he's like, oh, shit. So Keong actually has a really smart plan. Didn't count on a badass dude. But he calls the cops. He's like, hey, I'm turning myself in. And it's like, I'll be there later on today, but I'm turning myself in to the cops. Before he gets to the cops, he actually makes it to the police chief's home and he is proceeding to bash his head in with like a weight. And then the daughter comes home. So the fiancé that died at the beginning of the movie, she has a, a sister. I want to say little sister. And so she comes in he stops and he's like, oh. And he's hiding in the darkness watching her and then jumps her. And so Kim rushes to the, the home. I don't know because like different places where I, where I read the police chief did not die, but some people say that he did die, but he was holding his hand like he was still Functioning, yeah. So I like to think that the police chief got really fucked up, but he wasn't dead. But they can't mm-hmm. find a daughter; she's gone. Keon calls. He's like, "Hey, you'll find the the daughter soon." But uh, you know, hey, can I talk to that that badass John Wick guy? And he and they're talking to each other, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm surrendering." You know, this I'm scared. You, you're a scary person, so and he tells him like, "Hey." you know, welcome. You, you you fucked with the wrong dude. Like, this is what I do. And it's... Oh, man. Ah, so goddamn good. So, Kyung goes in and tries to surrender to the police. And our boy Kim drives his sweet-ass car there, speeds it, pulls the car door out, breaks it off. Oh, that was so cool. Wurbs, <laughs> like, Tokyo drifts his ass around that
2: was so fucking and dope. And snatches
0: up Kyung as Middle he's, of the street. And scoots away with him in his arms. <laughs> Jesus. And the police are like, what the fuck? Stop that car. And he's like, oh, I know who that was. Oh, shit. That dude's in trouble. So now Kim realizes that he's like, I messed around a little too much with you. Because I wanted you to suffer. But no more playing around. He has him tied up. Arms behind him. And he has his head down, and you can see that the, the guillotine is above. And he hits him with multiple things. He like puts a cigarette on his head, stabs he his,
2: him in his already fucked up like yeah his, his new jack
0: stabs like a the, either screwdriver or ice pick through his cheek. It just oh, kind of yeah. leaves it there. And Kyung actually starts crying and pleading that he doesn't want to die. And he's like, "Oh, do you, now you know how you make people feel?" And it was all just a ruse you know he's like i i don't know fear i don't know pain like if you think you're going to get something from me out of all of this you're not like i won i broke you you're doing terrible things he's like i won this mm-hmm. and so and i was like yeah he, you he made you do very terrible things get down to his level he's like i won chief it's the whole thing with joker and batman joker wants batman to do wild stuff to stop him he's like cuz i win like i die i don't care if i die I made you a bad person. He's like, that's what I want. That's why Joker keeps getting away because Batman doesn't want to be a bad person. So that's so Kyung's happy. He's like, I I won this. I don't care. You kill me. I don't give a shit. So the end of the movie happens. He leaves. He locks the door on him and he's like, I'm going to get out. I'm not going to die from this. And you see that he left a little rope, little little handhold in, in Kyung's mouth and it's tied to the door. And I'm like, what is that? mean what is that gonna do and then you see this car roll up as kim is leaving it's kyung's family earlier in the movie when he was trying to get evidence or just figure out who he this this guy was I so i suppose he called them there they're like hey i found your son he's here hey bring his kid too and so they're at the door and they're like kyung what are you doing are you in there and they can hear him because he's he has a rope in his mouth holding the door because if that door opens The guillotine's going to come down and he's like, don't come in here. They're like, but wait, what are you doing? Set
2: him up in a saw trap.
0: He's like, don't fucking come in here. He's like, don't just leave me alone. Leave me alone. And then he's like, oh, you brought the old folks. Yeah. (laughs) And so the door gets pulled open and the guillotine comes down and chops his head off. And the family sees the head roll toward them and stop right in front of them. And they start screaming and, uh, Kim is listening to this in the microphones because he left the little transmitter right next to his head. And he finally hears that, takes out the headphones, and he starts crying.
2: Breaks down in tears.
0: He he did the job, but he now... Horrible things he's done. Yeah, now he now realizes his life is done. He's done being like whatever type of cop he is. He's not, that's not a job for him anymore. Though it's kind of understandable, but I don't know how things work in Korea like that. Um, But I think it's just the fact that he had to be a terrible person, and he did what he does to people. He he, he tortured them. He's like I have to. Uh, this movie's absolutely amazing. Uh, <laughs> it's mm, it's really good. So, what was everybody's favorite character? In I saw the devil, Katie.
2: Oh, Kim Soo was absolutely my favorite character. Uh, he was fucking amazing. He was, like, the Liam Neeson, the John Wick of this movie, just, like, was not putting up with anyone's shit. Everyone that seemed to be, like, on a bad path, he was like, nah. Like, you're not the bad guy I'm searching for, but I don't got a fucking problem putting you in the ground or getting you arrested and having you confess your fucking sins to the cops. Like, I do not give a shit. And it was fucking great. It actually reminded me a lot of... um. Fuck, this really fantastic John uh, Paul Walker movie called Walking Scar- Running Running Scared. Running Scared. Fuck, I always forget the name of that movie. Running Scared with Paul Walker is very similar. and He's like a cop on a mission to, like, fuck this dude up. But he keeps coming across these other bad people on his way to, like, fuck this one guy up. And he just yeah. fucks everybody up. And it's so good. I love movies like this. And this guy... Uh Kim Soo was so good. The actor who played Kim Soo was just fucking fantastic. His emotions were perfect in every scene. He was, you know, the faceless or emotionless, like, pursuer, attacker guy. And then when it was time, ta- like, anytime he had to deal with his family or the death of his wife or anything like that, he- all of his emotions came out and he was like a normal fucking person. And before his wife died. You could tell he was like a sweetheart. He was like singing to her on the phone like while he was at work. It was fucking adorable. Yeah. So he was absolutely my favorite. I don't know how anyone's gonna not choose him. So <laughs> good
1: luck. Emma. Mm, I will continue to pass that good luck because I agree. Micah?
3: Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go different and I'm gonna say the main bad guy because in, by saying because he was a good bad guy um he was completely twisted and kind of going along with the game like once he figured out what was happening and had his friends kind of go like dude uh you know what's happening right because he was at first he was like what the fuck is happening i don't get it but then he's (laughs) like well i'm rich temporarily so well, let's just go along with it and then you know cuts his achilles and everything and he you know there were points in time where it looked like he was about to give up and he's like wait a minute I don't give up. I'm the bad guy. And so he just keeps going. And then he figures out a way to make things even worse on the main guy. I'm sorry. I don't Kim. remember their names.
2: Kim Sue. Kim.
3: Kim. And he figures out a way to make his life worse right before the end. And then right as he's set up in that final thing, he's like pretending he's this, you know, and it it's very believable but he hides his face because he knows that his face isn't going to give away any emotion, but what he's saying is giving it away. And Kim is sitting there with tears coming down his eyes because he thinks he's finally broken him. And then after a second, like after like a 30 second pause, he looks up and goes, "Psych! (laughs) you think you broke me? I was born into darkness. (laughs) Jesus. But yeah, yeah, and then and then his final exit from this movie was fantastic. That was a lot. <laughs> that ending was fabulous. But it, he was a pretty good villain. Otis.
0: Uh, yeah, you, you beat me to it. So actually, my favorite character, I have to add an S to that, so it's my favorite character. It's Kim and Kyung, the people that are in this movie 90% of the time. Uh, they're both amazing. Katie. And Emma, like, yeah, he knows what he can do. He is has so much willpower to get through this. I will talk about Least Favorite, but he, he knows that he has to break this man. He could just easily kill him. He, he told him, like, multiple times, he's like, I could just kill you. So easy. The first time they fought, he had the rock, and he could have smashed his head in at the greenhouse. But it's honestly, sadly, for the best that he didn't, because he caught a lot of other bad people. Because he like let him just go along <laughs> with his life for a little bit. Not kind of a fucking cannibal. But um, but no, he had an amazing, amazing willpower. And the villain, Kyung, amazing willpower and really smart. Cause because like Micah said, he's like, this dude keeps fucking me up. How does he catch? How does he get to me so quick while I'm doing stuff? And then it finally hit him. He's like, oh
2: he you know. overheard him talking while he was in a but then
0: even quote with, unquote coma. with like the fiance he's like oh that's why he's so pissed off
2: okay 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 and
0: then with that little bit of evidence he's like oh i'm going to go to her house and kill the rest yeah, of and the then women.
3: he fucking figures out who his entire family is like all of a sudden he's got like some weird connection to to figuring out back you know people's backgrounds and shit yeah
2: so that was kind of explained when Uh, Su Kim ends up at his like murder house and he opens up those filing cabinets and they're filled with like women's shoes and purses and shit. Yep. That means that, uh, Kyung Jang was like keeping souvenirs. So he would have had all of those women's like driver's licenses and IDs and whatever. So would have known their names and their addresses and things like that.
1: Yeah. So that part
2: was kind of explainable without them actually like. Him going back into those purses and like looking at it. Yeah. So yeah.
0: both of these guys are amazing, but they have to be because this is like a two-person movie. Honestly, if you really think about it, they're they're amazing. So, okay, what was everybody's least favorite character? Katie.
2: Um, easily, Hyung Jang. No, block that bad guy. He was the worst. I just had just nothing but aggression and hate towards this guy. Yep. The entire movie. Like every single move that he made in this film made my skin crawl and made me want to fucking punch him in the throat. Yup. Like, there was no redeeming qualities about his character. Like, yes, he was a good bad guy yeah. because he made me hate him. Like the I have nothing against the actor. The acting was fucking great. I hated the character though. Like what yeah. fuck that guy. <laughs> Yeah. hundred percent. And the worst part was like, well, I guess not the worst part, but the, the only thing I didn't like about this movie overall was that he didn't have like a motive. Yep. Like most times in movies like this, the killer only goes after one specific type of person. Like at the beginning of it, it was all girls. And I was like, okay, well, you know, he's obviously probably sexually assaulting them and then murdering them you know he's got like this thing for girls but then after he killed like two girls he the dude just didn't give a fuck and started lighting everybody up he was like oh dude at a pharmacy stab stab dude in the street stab stab he like didn't give any
1: fucks
3: but the guy the the guy at the uh, pharmacy was on purpose because he was trying to draw kim out because he's like you better hurry or else he's gonna be dead by the time you get there yeah
2: Okay, but the it's just like he just didn't give a fuck anymore. It's yeah. like a lot. So
1: yeah, fuck that guy. Uh Emma. Also, yes, uh, agree with Otis and Micah and the fact that yes, he was a great bad guy. He made you hate him. But uh I don't do so well with people who just uh hang out and rape and murder folks. Yeah. So that guy can go eat all the dicks yep (laughs) micah
3: uh i'm gonna go with the new police chief and his squad of of boy band k-pop k-pop singers because i don't really understand what their point is because they always show up and they're always in these like cool guy poses wearing street clothes t-shirts
1: and jackets
3: <laughs> literally not doing anything until something happens and then they're mad about it
1: well they're detectives
2: and they're behind the main character like he's three steps ahead of them so every time he gets to the scene and just starts whomping on the dude they roll up you know two hours too late and they have to clean up the mess so you know they're getting shown up by this guy who's not even a cop. <laughs> it's like literally the whole show, Dexter.
3: Plus, plus they couldn't control that yep. first that first crime scene when all the reporters and everybody were rushing in, and he's like, "What? You guys aren't even human! What, what's wrong with you people? Stop taking pictures!" They couldn't control that scene to save their lives. Otis, who was your least
0: favorite? So my least favorite character was. Kim and Kyung. <laughs> so and I was thinking of the person I didn't like in this movie. Well, Kim, but okay. So if something happened to Katie and I knew the person that did it, it wouldn't be a, I'm going to fuck him up. Okay, you, you can go. No, no, no. I'm just going to fuck him up really bad the first time I got him. There's no like, oh, I'll let a couple of days go by and then like cut his leg. No, no. I'm doing all the work there. And then he's he's gone. There's no cat and mouse. That cat and mouse game got more of his family messed up and his job. Well, he didn't care about his job at that point, but it it ruined his life. But like I said, if he didn't, if he just killed him at first, he wouldn't have found that cannibal and more people would have been dead. So it, you know, story wise, it's for the best that he let him go. But it was really dumb because sooner or later, everything went out of control. And then obviously what all you guys said about Kyung, it was terrible. Absolutely terrible. But when you're making a good villain, you make a good heel. If people like fuck that guy, I hate him so much. Heel's doing the job. That's what you do. In wrestling, you don't want a bad guy that's like "Eh." you want a person like I hate him so much. I hope he dies. You go on to Twitter and tell him I hate you so much. The real person doing it. You know, if you have that much hate in your heart for something like that, they're doing the job. That's what they're supposed to do. You're not supposed to like him. Uh, I respect his character. Like Villain-wise, he's a great villain. But no, he's he's a terrible person. Absolute least favorite character. But the hero of this movie was very dumb. Very capable. And he's like, oh, I can catch him again. And he did. You know, after the seventh time, maybe you should just kill him. But, you know, eh, you know, I'm not full of the grief and rage. So uh, fuck me, you know. But um, no, they're both terrible people. <laughs> they're great and terrible at the same time. Okay, so let's do seven-word synopsis. Yee. Uh, My first one. So the thing that I left out was um, when he was in the house, he set up all these traps and he was doing these crazy things. I was like, it's like fucking Home Alone. And I was like, so I said, it's a Korean version of Home Alone. Constant torture. Bad guy's like, why are you doing this? He's like, has questions. He stepped on shit when he was barefoot like fish hooks. And he's like, oh my God, I just want to go home.
2: It was definitely adult Home Alone because it was fish hooks instead of like Broken ornaments. Yeah. <laughs> it's way worse.
0: Right. He's like, give up you thirsty for more. He's like,
1: never well,
3: so, I, I also kind of one, uh, I kind of equated it to a little bit to um the collector. Yes. Yep.
0: uh great movie. Watch that if you haven't. That's great. Really and listen <laughs> to our episodes <laughs> on it. Yeah, right. Uh and then my second one is cat and mouse game with graphic bits. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, there's a spot I didn't bring up while we were talking because <laughs> it happened so quick and it wasn't really important. But he's talking to the cannibal and cannibal's like, oh, he's he's going to kill the family. Absolutely. And he's like, oh, thanks for the info. And he's like, oh, that's funny to you. And then he's like, well, I'll give you a permanent smile. And then just puts his hands in his mouth and pulls and he just rips the seams and I don't know, broke his jaw, just destroyed his mouth. And I was oh like, my God, yeah. Yeah, giving him a, a permanent
3: smiley face.
0: Yeah, he destroyed that Katie's face. She was like, huh. "Oh, oh my god!" <laughs>
2: uh, cannibal Joker out here. It's fucking terrible. I was like, "Shit,
0: man, this movie's wild as hell." Uh So many heads just got just just hit a little too much, and then just blood would shoot out. I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it's well, just- I like
2: that the heads in this movie got like just mashed in a whole bunch of times. And they didn't make it like fucking midsummer when they came in with that big ass mallet and just exploded folks' heads. Like I liked that it was more realistic. Yeah. Things that would actually happen. Like your head wouldn't just explode. It would. You get fucked up first. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh. Katie. Okay.
2: There are psycho creeps in every country. Yeah. Wrote that with like the first 10 minutes of this movie i was like fuck (laughs) um hero's moment of clarity always fucks somebody so the moment when su kim decides that he's not gonna just murder that dude in the greenhouse with the giant rock and lets him go he literally fucked over like three more people that ended up dying because he just like couldn't wouldn't give in and just kill him immediately yep So all sorts of people, including his own, like his wife's family, got fucked over because of his just like, oh, I'm going to be the good guy and not kill him right away. Um, Achilles tendon scene is what rapists deserve. (laughs) Yup. You're here. Yup. I saw that and immediately thought, you know what? that looks painful as fuck and that is has always been one of my biggest fears since fucking uh
1: urban legend urban legend yeah oh yeah
2: (laughs) getting my achilles swiped is just like horrible
3: my apparently i have a type
2: (laughs) (laughs) i know same i like this movie a lot but when it was happening to this guy i was like you know, this I could see this just happening to rapists and I like wouldn't be mad it about be it.
1: The death penalty for rapists should be uh Bye bye Achilles tendons. Yeah.
3: Yeah, scream more, bitch. <laughs> yeah,
2: okay, and then my last one, bloody revenge is my favorite Korean dish. <laughs> yeah. Delicious. Yep, this movie was fucking tasty. Yep. <laughs> All right, Micah.
3: All right, first one is "The Devil's Hands Are Idle Playthings." Sorry, that's a good one. Uh, Hunter versus Hunter has his cake too. Yeah.
1: Okay. (sighs) I'd ride in this cab for now. I told that to Micah literally two minutes into that movie. I was like, "Oh, nice music." I ride in this cab. For now. And then 10 seconds later, I was like, not now. I won't. The
3: the Credits is all nice with the snow falling and he's listening to easy listening. And
1: I was like, nope, no, sir. Okay. The realism in this made me uncomfortable. Yeah. And then my two alliteratives, I was so fucking drawn into this movie. I'm like, fuck. So my two alliteratives Disrespectful, dangerous, deadbeat driver deserves death, dude. Yep. And then killer cab collects killer, killer kills killers. Nice. Yep.
0: Okay, so this movie came out August 12th, 2010 in South Korea, and January 21st, 2011 in the US with a tiny theatrical run. So, what do you guys think the budget for I Saw the Devil was?
1: Katie? $15 million.
0: $15 dollars. Emma?
1: $7 dollars.
0: $7. Micah? Hmm. $4 dollars. $4 dollars. The retail price for I Saw the Devil, $6 dollars. Ooh! Uh, pretty simple. It's There's a lot of practical things in this. Nothing crazy, really. Just a lot of sets and stuff. So that was probably the biggest thing, just locations.
2: There was so much blood.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but blood's not really expensive.
2: And props, because there was a lot of chopped up bodies. and. True. Yeah. And actually, yeah.
3: some of the props, like the head props and stuff, were really well done. They <laughs>
2: yeah. were.
0: Yeah.
3: So That's hey.
2: why I guessed high, because I assumed the props and makeup department, like, they went above and beyond in this, and I figured a lot of their budget would have been spent on blood and that kind of thing. Yeah. So
1: guts.
0: Yeah, Damn, but it looks amazing. So, so what like, do you guys think
3: the... They didn't spend it on the guts, because, I mean, that uh, that scene where the guy was looking in the freezer through all the body parts, and goes, oh, he used all the guts again?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think the, bu- the box office, Katie?
2: Um... You said it had a moderate release
0: in America, yeah.
2: But it, a regular release in Korea. Oh yeah. Oh, then I'm gonna stick with my original one and say hundred dollar dues.
0: Hundred dollar dues, Emma.
1: Twenty-five dollar dues. I'm gonna shoot 25. low.
0: Micah. Fourteen dollar dues. Fourteen dollar dues. Uh, so everybody went over, but the closest to the mark was Micah. The box office was $12.8 dollars.
1: Well, that's depressing.
0: There is a reason. (laughs) Uh, This movie uh, has alternate versions because the Korea Media Rating Board uh, objected to this violent content. Uh, They had to change a lot. There was a lot of work they had to do to fix this. Uh, It received a restricted rating twice. So it prevented any release in theaters or home video. Uh, They had to change a lot of shit with this. And so I'd like to think that South Korea just wasn't ready for something like this. So graphic and real that a lot of people just didn't see it. But ratings wise later on, everyone's like this movie's amazing. And so you know, it's a different feel from Train to Busan but because that's a little more I don't know. You could it's still scary and not as graphic, you know, but made tons of money. This movie is, this is a real ass movie, you know? So kids ain't going to this. A lot of people like, I don't want to watch that. That seems like it's terrible. It's terribly good, but it is terrible. I will tell you that. Um, So it makes sense that it didn't make that much money, but still is an amazing movie. Uh, We watch a lot of those types of movies here. That like, wow, it's a shame that no one saw this. And Collector, movies don't make their money. But it's like it's a goddamn shame no one watched it. I'm like, eh, that's you know, it's a fucking torture porn movie. Honestly, <laughs> it just has a really cool story and characters, but it's legit a dude torturing people. So well, so sadly, this movie didn't do that good. But all the ratings and people just gushing over it helped the director out. So he'll get work for the rest of his life. The actors have gone on and done cooler stuff, and I don't know about cooler but have done things in America and stuff like that. So kudos to everybody involved with this movie because uh, they put in some really good effort and it paid off. This movie is awesome. So uh, like I said at the beginning, if you haven't seen it, I saw The Devil, give it a shot. Steve actually brought this up to me before Micah was talking about it. Uh, he watched it a couple of years ago and he's like, uh, so I just watched this Korean film. I saw The Devil and I was like, was it like Supernatural? He's like, nah, man, just fucking serial killer and this dude like beating the shit out of him. I was like, oh. <laughs> and he was like, it's pretty good. I was like, okay. And so uh, when I brought it up, Steve's like, oh shit, yeah, that movie's good. And he's like, yeah. And then watch like, that was really fucking good. He's like, yeah, I told you years ago. I'm like, yeah, my bad. <laughs> I told him about Letter Kenny years ago and he's like, oh, what'd you want to do? So So we're even. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So if you have any other cool fun facts about I don't know, Korean films. I don't have anything to add right here, but you can tweet us at
2: AllentownPod.
0: We have an email. It is
2: Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook. Allentown Presents.
0: Oh, before we get out of here, uh, we got some more tweets. My buddy Evan, uh, he's keeping up with all the episodes.
2: Thanks, Evan.
0: And uh, he was tweeting about uh, the Donnie Yen, like martial arts movies that we're watching. He didn't know about the Into the Fat Dragon and it's like, yeah, it's Danny Yen in a fat suit beating the shit out of people. He's like, I've never heard of this. I'm like, yeah, we, us neither. We just saw the trailer and we were like, yeah, we're watching that.
1: Uh,
0: so he, he's he's catching up to the episodes and stuff. So like, it's, it's good. It's good to have friends out there that are like, dang, this is really cool. And it's funny. So he's keeping up with it. So thanks, Evan. We'll keep making episodes. Woo! Uh, so we have one more foreign horror film. And then we are moving on to sci-fi. Mm, fucking sci-fi! Oh, I'm so excited! Woo! Uh, uh so if you, um, comics explained uh, that YouTube channel because that grant I just did is what he does when he talks about comic books and something cool happens. He's like, mm, let me tell you something. Let me tell you. Um, but no, sci-fi is the absolute one of my favorites, like of all time. And horror, uh, there's some really good movies out there. So I'm excited for my pick. Uh, but I think Micah came up with a really good one that I'm very excited about. So, uh, sci-fi horror is going to be fucking fun. Uh, but yeah, so for everyone here, Spooky Movie Squad at Allentown presents. Uh, thank you so much for listening. This is really fun. Uh, there are 135 other scary episodes you can listen to. So
1: many.
0: So, uh, keep with us. We're going to make it to 200 very soon. Actually, it's going to be in November if I count it right. Episode 200. So, uh, we'll do something something cool. Yoo-hoo. But no, it's this is fun. So, Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back very soon with another episode. Okay, bye, guys.
1: Bye. Toots.
0: Oh, that's spooky. you goddamn right.